The world has written a narrative of motherhood that's narrow and limiting. But that's not how motherhood was designed to be. We don't have to accept that narrative or stay in that confined space. As Christian mothers, we have the freedom to create a beautiful, fulfilling, and inspiring life for ourselves and for our families. We can live a life of purpose and vision in the midst of the confusion around us. I want you to move from being unsure to being confident as a mom. I want to see you let go of the overwhelm and guilt and embrace the freedom we have in Christ. Let's learn how to enjoy the life and the family we've been given. Let's create homes where faith can grow and hearts can be shaped for the kingdom. I'm Audrey McCracken, and welcome to Grace for My Home. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Grace for My Home. I hope that you're doing well. I am so thankful to be back here with you guys again this week. We I've had several people reach out and ask about our coffee shop. And I just want to let you know that we are up and running. It's doing great. Last Saturday, we had our we had our grand opening and we had about 60 people come from the community and from our church and it was just it went better than I could have imagined. I'm so thankful. We did pray, and the Lord answered our prayers. It was just such a blessing. We had um, people, we had friends who just come and just just celebrated with us. And I think that, you know, God is doing something, and I'm very thankful for that. My son, Caleb, tomorrow, he turns 13. So as of tomorrow, I will have three teenagers, which blows my mind. I just, it just blows my mind. And very thankful for that. But Caleb will be 13 tomorrow, so we're going to try and do something to celebrate him. We will be at the coffee shop, so um, we're going to be creative. Then Saturday, we're leaving to go on a family vacation. This year, we're going to Williamsburg, Virginia, where we have been before, but and we had a great time. And so we thought, well, we're going back again this year. And my kids love that. See, they love to go to Bush Gardens and to the water park and those kind of things. And I love to do all the historical stuff there. So we'll do a little bit of each, a little bit of both. And so we're leaving then, we're leaving Saturday. My sister's taking care of the shop. So just a little recap on what's going around, what's going on here. Um, I have been doing a series, a four part series with you guys on the four roles of a mom. I started this series because I think it's important that we remember that our that our job as a mom that we are not just housekeepers and we're not just babysitters that we have an important assignment and that being a mom is a profession. You know, you are the CEO of your home. You are in charge of making things run, but also of training up those children and raising them for Jesus. What more important work could a woman ask for, could a person ask for or do? So it's important for us to know, you know, what what's the most important thing? If I if I if everything else falls to the ground and I don't get it done, 
what do I need to make sure I get done? And so I've tried to put these together each week for the last four weeks in a way that um, can help you see a vision for your home and for your role as a mom in that home. And part one, we talked about being the servant leader. As moms, we are an example of Christ in our home. Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. And that's He's our example. That's what we're doing at home. We're serving. We're leading. We're showing our children how to serve in love, how to take care of the needs of others, and how to do that, hopefully, most of the time, with a cheerful heart. Number two, we talked about the teacher trainer. As a mom, one of our most important roles is to teach and train our children in the way they should go, and that includes teaching them about the Lord, teaching them you know, who God is and what His Word says and what He requires of us, and also other things, you know, teaching them how, how to live a good life, teaching them you know, what's important, teaching them wisdom, teaching them how to take care of themselves. You know, all of those are part of our role. All of those things are part, are part of our role as being a teacher and trainer for our children. Number three, we talked about last week about being a prayer partner with God. You know, we partner with God to pray His plan and His purpose for our children's lives. And that is so important. You know, one of the best gifts, maybe the best gift we can give our children before they leave our homes is to send them out into the world covered in prayer, prayed for. That is one of the best gifts that we could ever give our, our children. And so we partner with God to pray not our will, but His will, His plan, His purpose for their lives. And today, I wanted to talk with you about being the gatekeeper of your home. Did you know that you are the gatekeeper? You know, as the gatekeeper, you get to say what comes in and what has to go out. You get to monitor what has access to your children and to their hearts. And this is such an important role for us as moms. And sometimes it can be, it can be difficult because it takes wisdom and it takes prayer and it takes communication with the Holy Spirit and learning to hear, you know, in our hearts, in our spirits, what, what he gives the green light on and what he gives the red light on. And so today I just wanted to encourage you to see yourself as the doorkeeper of your home. You know, I, when I talk about, when I talk about this, I'm reminded of Adam and Eve. God made Adam and Eve and shortly after that, he gave them the creation mandate. Go, prosper, feel the earth and subdue it. He gave them authority over everything on the earth. He said, this is the world. I'm, I'm giving you the world. He gave us the world. And he said, no, you take care of it and you subdue it. And not long after, at least not in scripture, we don't know how long, what long, what time span, what time passed between when he gave them that mandate and when Eve had her conversation with the ser- serpent. But not long after in scripture, we see Eve having a conversation with a snake. And this snake comes right up to her, right in the garden where God has placed her, and he starts shooting questions at her. He starts putting thoughts in her mind. And rather than casting 
the snake out of the garden rather than subduing the garden the way God had commanded her. She entertains the snake and they have a conversation and he starts putting thoughts in her mind that maybe God isn't out from my best. Maybe he doesn't have my best in mind. Maybe there's something good besides what God has given me. Maybe there's something else. And so just that seed of, you know, is there is there something good outside of what God has commanded? Is there is he keeping something from me? Just those thoughts caused her to disobey God. And we all know the result of that. And so by not being a gatekeeper, by not obeying God's command to cast out those things that are not of him in the garden, she allowed sin to come into the garden and eventually to come into her heart and then into the whole world. And so as moms, we have to guard the territory that he's given us, and that's our homes. And we have to protect the ones he's given us to protect who are who are our children. And so it's we we need to know that we need to to know because there are times when this is not easy and it's not clear cut and we grow in it. But just knowing that it's our responsibility, that it's one of the roles that we have as a mom can help us grow in confidence and walking in that role, because a lot of times it. This is one of those things where we can get a lot of resistance from our children and even from other people. So we have to grow confident that this is what God's called me to do. But what does it look like? Well, it's it look it changes as our children grow and mature. Every stage, our role as gatekeeper is changing and, invo- and evolving. You know, when they're babies, well, it's pretty clear cut, right? We're not going to let anything close to them that's going to hurt them physically. But as they grow and they mature, then we have to pay attention to what things are influencing them. You know, it might be the TV shows that we allow them to watch. It might be the movies. It might be the books that we allow them to see. And it might be, you know, the people that we expose them to. These are all things that we as parents have the ability to guard when it comes to our children. And we must because they're not old enough and wise enough yet to do that for themselves. And so we act as the gatekeeper. You know, when something comes in, we have to be able to discern, is that good for my for my, my son, for my daughter? And that's not always clear cut. You know, I remember not having confidence in that area and having to grow in that area and having sometimes just to trust that, yes, I am hearing from God. Yes, this, you know, this, this is the Lord telling me that's not what they need. And there's so many areas where, you know, as they grow, this changes, but we still have to take on that role as gatekeeper. And I remember, year, just to give you an example, a concrete example, you know, several years ago, I bought my son a board game. And my boys are board game fanatics. They love board games. And so for Christmas and their birthdays, that's often what they will ask for is a new board game. And, and, you know, and we don't do dark themes. I try not you know, to steer away from anything that, that looks you know, witchcraft and those kind of things. We stay away from that. 
But there was a board game he wanted, looked fine to me, went to Amazon, bought it, got it. But for some reason, every time they played that game, I was uneasy about it. And the more I delved into it and I saw what it was about, the less I liked it. And they were playing it. And there was just this check. I don't even know how to explain it. It was just this this knot in my stomach every time they got that board game out. And I thought, if I don't listen to this, I believe this is the Holy Spirit. And if I don't obey and if I don't listen, then I am responsible for that. I'm opening up my children to something that I don't even know what I'm opening them up to. And as their mom, you know, I've got and I knew this wasn't going to be easy because they like this board game and I bought it. So I had to go to them and say, or to the one who I bought it for and say, I'm not comfortable with this board game. There's something about it I don't like. I don't like this. I don't like that. And I'm going to have to get, we're going to have to get rid of it. And that was not easy because this was his birthday present and he didn't like it at all. I mean, there was, it was not easy. And, you know, his thing was, well, then I have nothing for my birthday. I got nothing for my birthday. And I said, honey, we'll go get you a new bir- a new game. But mama has to do what she feels is right because I love you and I want to protect you. And I did. That's what I did. And it wasn't easy. And sometimes you do feel silly. You do think, am I being overprotective? But I'd rather err on the side of caution than not obey when God is speaking. And that may seem silly to some, but I think you will understand that as a mom, that's our role, is not to listen to the world and what the world says is okay, but to listen to God. Now, at the same time, I don't want to teach my children to be afraid of everything. You know, I I try very hard not to do that. We're not afraid of the enemy. Jesus has overcome the enemy. But we're also not going to entertain him in our home. And so protecting our children is part of our job. There are there. I remember when my kids were little and they would watch shows on TV. There was one particular I won't name the show, um, but there was one show in particular that they watched and seemed so innocent. And one day, you know, my two of my sons came to me and said, Mama, we watched this this show and it really scared us. And I could tell they were upset. So I said, well, show me, show me that show. And when they showed me the episode, I thought, oh my goodness, what else have they heard or seen on this show? And after that, we did not watch that anymore. But they brought that to me and, and God convicted me, you know, these are the things you have to watch out for. I'm not telling you to be afraid. I'm telling you to be careful. Watch what they're watching. Be involved in the things that you're putting before them. Make sure it passes your test. See, a lot of times, and I did this, I wanted people to tell me, you know, what's good, what's bad. But the Lord would not allow me to to find that list, you know, and because he wants to teach you to hear from him. And every family's different. You know, every family is different. And if I were to tell you, watch this, don't watch this, do this, don't do that, then it could become very legalistic. And I cannot stand legalism because it kills and stifles. I believe that God lives in us and he wants to speak to us. 
And if we have ears to hear, and if we really want to obey him, then he will show us what is going to bring harm and what is going to bring life to our to ourselves and to our children. So mama, I just encourage you, be the gatekeeper of your home. Pay attention to the books, to the TV shows, to the movies, to the friends that your children have. You have to be watchful. You know, the bad habits that, that that spring up and they spring up out of nowhere. I mean, we're human. They're human. And we have to be watchful of those things just to make sure that we're not allowing things in our home that are going to turn their hearts away from the Lord. And as they get older, it gets harder. I'm not going to lie about it. Um, I'm not as involved right now in everything that my children watch and see. But I think it's one of those things that when you start young and you show them, this is why mama doesn't like this. These are the reasons why we don't do this. Then as they get older, they learn for themselves and then they can make wiser decisions for themselves. But even as as teenagers, even with teenagers, I do you know, I have, and I heard somebody say this one time and I liked it, so I stole it. So now it's mine. But they said, mamas have the gift of nosy. And mama, it's okay. It's okay to be nosy in the things that are going on with your kids. It's your job. We're not doing it to control them. We're doing it to protect them. And yes, we have to give them more freedom and we have to trust them more. But we also have to remember that they're immature because they're growing. They're growing in maturity. So as they grow, we can trust them more as we've trained them. But it takes, it ta- it's, it's always our job to watch what's coming in, what's going out, to monitor it, and to kick something out that's not serving our home and our family. And in doing that, we are protecting them and doing what God has put us here to do. It's one of our most important roles as a mom, being the doorkeeper of our home, watching what comes in, what goes out, and making decisions based on wisdom and on the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, in this role, we grow we grow ourselves in God because we learn to hear, Lord, is this you? Is this safe? Is this okay? Am I being overprotective? Or am I letting things slide that are going to come back later and not produce good fruit? And he will teach you. He will show you the way. Um, I hope that this has been encouraging for you. I do want to share with you that I'm going to take a short break from podcasting for this summer. As you know, I have, if you've listened, I have the coffee shop going on now and I I just, I still have things I want to say. I still have things I want to share that I think will be a blessing to moms, but I don't feel like I have any juice right now. I feel like I am, I'm on empty and I want to give you guys my best. And if I don't practice what I preach, then it doesn't really have any, any meaning, does it? It doesn't really have any impact. So I want to take um, probably a month, maybe a month and a half off from podcasting just to refresh, to fill back up, because right now I feel like my cup is empty. Now, I'm going to tell you, I love all the things I'm doing and I have been doing, and I love 
coming to you guys every week. So it's I'm definitely going to start back, but I'm going to take the summer just to concentrate on this new endeavor with the shop and also my family. I want to be there for them this summer while they're off from school and spend some time with them one-on-one. So I encourage you to go to my blog, graceformyhome.com, and sign up for my email list. I'll send in an email when I start back just to say, hey, I'm back. Here's my new podcast. So if you have not, please go to graceformyhome.com and sign up for my email list. And I'll, I'll, I'll send you an email as soon as I'm back. And I really appreciate you. I do. I appreciate my listeners. I appreciate you. You guys have become my friends. I love coming weekly. I just need this little reboot to, um, to just to, to pray and to get feel back up and to decide what direction to go in when I start again. So have a great summer. I love you guys. God bless. Talk to you soon.